0: Welcome to Ray Ellis Sports, Voice American Network's premier sports talk radio, where every fan has a voice. Now, here's your host, Ray Ellis.
1: Well, good afternoon, uh, sports fans, and welcome to the Ray Ellis Show on the Voice American Sports Radio Network. My name is uh, Fan Man, as they call me. And we have Ray Ellis right here. I'd like to introduce Ray, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, and the, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Be sure to say that. Now, we can't leave that out. There's so many Browns fans that are here in Arizona. i
2: got to make sure that really? they're aware. Oh, many Browns I fans are, have
1: relocated here. I didn't know that. Anyway, we uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns is a great football team, as well as the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Arizona Cardinals, which we'll, we, we, we will be talking about in further detail as the show goes on. This will be the first show on the Voice America Sports Radio Network, so tell all your friends and uh, fans like that they will be able to call in toll-free to this talk show and be able to voice their opinion as a fan.
2: And that's what we really want them to do. We want to we make sure that uh, uh, people who before have never had a chance to voice their opinion, you know, and I, and I, you know, I just relocated here to the uh, to the valley, and uh, it's a pretty exciting time, and I'd just like to hear more from the fans. I want to hear a fan's perspective, and we want to facilitate that.
1: That's exactly right, right. and uh, the fans will be able to open up and be able to say whatever they want to say. There will be no FCC rules, regulations, there will be no uh, seven-second tape delays, if you're pissed off about something, you can bring it up. We're not going to stop you from anything. But if you get into any child pornography or anything else, we're going to slap your ass. We're going to come after you.
0: That's
2: what Rich said. You can say whatever uh, you want to say. You can say whatever you say.
1: <laughs> anyway, we will have toll-free numbers coming up shortly. Uh, the uh, station will be going live on March 15th. It will be www.motivox, M-O-D-A-V-O-X, uh, forward slash sports. And it'll be the uh, uh, Sports, uh, Voice America Sports Radio Network. And we will have the toll-free numbers where you can call in. right now, I think that we only can give out... Um, Email addresses. Yes, from, from what I
2: understand, that uh, what we're going to do is we're going to give out a couple email addresses so that, therefore, in the event that someone has a question that they would like for us to address in our next show uh, when we go live, then
1: uh, we'll be able to do that. Yeah, sure, and here's the, uh, the email address is rich. Uh, that's spelled R-I-C-H uh, versus poor. You can always read A lot of that. money, A lot yeah. of money, yeah. rich, R-I-C-H, and then there's a dot there. You know, that's what they used to call Ronnie Lott. Ronnie, a Ronnie, lot of money. A <laughs> lot, <of, Ronnie, laughs> lot of money. That's pretty good. That's cool. Thank you, Ray. Anyway, Rich dot, and then the last name is Kepler K E P P L E R. Let me repeat that again: K E P P L E R at Motivox M O D A V O X dot com. Again, Motivox M O D A V O X dot com. You can address your emails to either Ray Ellis or myself, the Fan Man, to discuss anything you'd like to discuss about this show or anything on the Sports Network that will be coming up as we will explain to you in further detail. And uh, we're going to send it back over to Ray to talk about uh, something very interesting, the Arizona Cardinals.
2: Well, you know, the thing about it is, uh, you know, I, I've often wondered, uh, what is it like to have home field advantage in a Super Bowl game? And, and, and I'm going to have to look into this because I'm not sure that any team has really ever had home field advantage in a Super
1: Bowl. I, but, you know, as a fan, I don't think that ever has happened well sure. you know
2: it's possible most of the time because many times years ago it seems like every game was either played in in los angeles or perhaps maybe someplace else where it was nice and warm with the exception when it went to detroit and we know they didn't have the uh home field advantage a couple years ago either, right. even the first time they had mm-hmm. it but um you know it turns out that right now as the season is about to start we the arizona cardinals have home-field advantage. advantage.
3: That's right. Now, you know what I want to know?
2: What? I want to know from a fan's perspective, how long will we hold on to that home-field advantage? Or when will we lose that home-field advantage? Because, see, it, it, it's got to go at least to the midway part of the season. Well,
1: I, I think we're going to lose lose the uh, advantage uh, probably in October. <laughs> well, you know, listen. That's, that's, that's you know, that's very early in the season, right? I, I know it's very early in the season, and I'm, you know, I've been here since 1989, as you well. And it's interesting. You said we're going to lose it, yeah, but it, it's been losing for the last 19 years with this team, so they have a chance, just like you said. And the fans, you got to remember this: the Cardinals have home field advantage. If they get to the Super Bowl, they play in their home. That's stadium. exactly right. I mean, how exciting! Wouldn't that motivate? Players to want to win? You know,
2: I, I would I think, think so. so. You know, one thing about it is, is, you know, from the administration, I heard them uh, on on one of the TV broadcasts where they were talking uh-huh. about how excited they were. As a matter of fact, they had a kickoff. There was a kickoff and a countdown. As a matter of fact, someplace around it in the Valley, you can see a countdown to the 2008 Super Bowl. And what I want us to do is I want us to continue to track this countdown, but from a different perspective, for a different reason. And I want to know when we either secure or when we lose home field advantage. Okay. And, I, and I hope that we secure home field advantage. Okay,
1: so from a fam, uh, fan point of view, you want to see start with the, uh, with the, um, the draft. Then we want to go into um, uh, mini camps. And then we want to follow it through to preseason. And then we want to go into the season. That's right. Okay. And And then the playoffs. And then the playoffs. And then into the national, the NFC championship and AFC championship. And hopefully which I don't think it's going to happen, uh, the Cardinals will be in the Super Bowl in their home stadium.
2: Well, you know, and, and you're exactly right. And we have, to t- we have to go through that process just like the team goes through that process. Right. I, I want the fans to go through that process because right now in the offseason, that's exactly what the coaches are saying to the players. Listen, right now we have home field advantage to the Super Bowl.
1: Okay, so based on the home field advantage with the Cardinals hiring a, a yet another new coach, who this guy has been in the NFL like Ray has for how many seasons? You were nine? Well, I, no,
2: I actually played seven. So, I got hurt so hurt my neck in the seventh and played
1: that out, and, okay. and that was it. So we have a former NFL player here who basically understands the game of football, which I do not. I'm just a big mouth. And they and Ray has followed the Cardinals along for the last few years, and he understands what's going on here and now lives here in the Valley, uh, which they call the Valley of the Sun here in Phoenix, Arizona, as this is a sports talk radio network that goes nationwide and worldwide. Um, they hired this new coach named Ken Weisenhunt. And he's a former NFL player. He's a former he's a coach. Uh, coached with uh, Pittsburgh. Do you feel Ray that this guy is going to be able to turn this team around? Uh, in the first year of his coaching uh, duties?
2: Well, you know, one thing that we have to do is, 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 first of all, you know, many times when when you watch football games and a team loses, many times players are, you know, the ones who are, who are held responsible for, for the losing uh, that's effort correct. because because they're on the field. Ultimately, right. they do, they, they make all the tackles, they make mm-hmm. all the touchdowns, they make all the interceptions, you know, so we're going to hold them. But there are many things behind the scene of which we never know about that take place that really develops the personality of this team. And we have to start at the very beginning. Is first we've got to look at the front office. We have got to look at the front office. And yeah, see.
1: but there's, a, there's always been a problem here in in the state of Arizona with the state with the Arizona Cardinals with the front office. There's a lot of pissed off fans here about the Bidwells. Now they're saying on the blogs on AZ Central and all the different sports blogs that the Bidwells finally have given in and now are going to turn over the team to a guy who understands football it is not going to interfere with anything well you really got to look
2: at that from another perspective as well because because they're saying that they're going to turn it over to a guy who knows about football well who decided that that guy knew about football except the bidwells so this is a person that in, in you know according to what they believe a person that understands football so now you got to say okay well what does a person look like? You know, how does a person communicate that understands football? So what they've done is they've taken their understanding of football mm-hmm. and they've come up with criteria of what that person looks like and who that person would be. And that's the person they bought in. So first thing first is we got to look at those guys. And first of all, do, do they have the ability to assess somebody who knows about football and based upon their track record, it
1: seems like. They don't. They don't. But, right when you play for the Eagles, when you went into Philadelphia, Philadelphia is a hardcore fan football. They live and die their football. And you play for some great coaches. And you, of all people, can actually have the fans understand how a coach motivates a team and a group of professional athletes to excel at their best. And this has never happened here at all.
2: Well, see, that, that, that's the biggest problem, too, is because, again, a guy who understands football understands the fact that, listen, you have to realize that you are a professional. I should not have to motivate you. In the event that I have, I have that ability. But first of all, I want to look at a group of young men that have that self-motivating factor working for them. That's part of the personality. That's what you want to do. You want to get guys that, listen, you don't necessarily have to worry about if that guy is doing the extra thing and taking the extra mile, if he's working out on days where other people at home sleeping, resting, vacationing. Mm-hmm. You want to get those type of people on your football team, the guys that are self motivated the kind of people that, you know, I'm sorry, but the Super Bowl is a big deal.
1: That's a big deal. I've
2: heard from someone that the Super Bowl is no big deal unless you're playing in. Well, what you really understand is the fact that the Super Bowl is not a big deal when you're playing in it. The Super Bowl is a big deal when you're not playing in it. Because when you're playing in the Super Bowl, you're just approaching that game like it is. A regular game, because if you get caught up in all the other hoopla, that everybody else get caught no, don't, don't,
1: but don't you think they do get caught up in the hoopla otherwise? no I, I really don't yeah,
2: but I mean because if you really look at the last few Super Bowls we've had they've been pretty good football games you know Seattle didn't win last year you know Pittsburgh mm-hmm. won a year before you know last, right. that that mm-hmm. other year and then yeah. and then of course we had a, a good football game this year and I would say that you know that the guys were pretty focused on it you know it, you know the conditions were such that it muddy field you know few fumbles and stuff mm-hmm. but in terms of mental mistakes I don't think there was a lot of mental mistakes that were made, with the exception of the one guy who cut the touchdown pass was wide open. Mm-hmm. you know. But it looked like a, a well-prepared football team on both sides of the on, ball. On both sides of the ball, yeah. and, it was so, just, and it was good. So those people who think that it's yeah. not a big deal, that means that you're yeah. outside and you're looking in and you realize that, wow. Yeah, but Ray,
1: we're getting right back to what I said before, that is this team ready? Is this coach going to be able to get this team together? and win some football games in a consecutive manner, not win one, then lose five, win one, lose another three. Is that going to happen with this new coaching staff Let me say this to you
2: about the coach. I was once told by a friend of mine that – He was upset because we drafted somebody who came from a losing program, and we drafted him as our first pick in the first round. And so what I would like to say to you is what he said to me that I finally understood, I really understand the first time, is this guy was a proven winner, then we'd be happy with it. If he was Mm -hmm. a proven winner, we'd be happy. We got a proven winner. We got a guy who's got a Super Bowl ring. That's
1: a Super Bowl ring. He knows what what it takes to win a Super Bowl. That's what Buddy Ryan said. Buddy Ryan came into town and said, We got a winner in town. And he he really. We don't want to go to Buddy. Please let's not go back to Buddy. (laughs) Anyway, you're listening to uh, the Ray Ellis show with uh, Ray Ellis. Uh, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles and the Cleveland Browns. And my name is Fan Man, uh, Richie McKay, and uh, we're going to be talking football, baseball. We're going to have a really interesting guest and also high school football. We're going to be talking about that uh, down the line. So we would uh, like for you to uh, give us a call when we get some telephone numbers in here, and we will have them uh, by March 15th. You're listening to the Voice of America Sports Radio Network, and we'll be right back after these messages.
0: Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. What's wrong with the airlines today? Why are they all in bankruptcy? What exactly is airline deregulation? Exactly how does luggage get lost? Why can't they do something to improve the security screenings process? What airline stocks should I buy? Find out on Jack Cady's All Things Aviation, an eclectic insider's look into the airline and aviation business. From how to get through airport security quicker, the future of the airline industry, what airline hubs to connect at, problems facing private pilots, what airline stocks to invest in, how to kill time at an airport, the effect of oil prices on airfares, how to get a good seat, websites for getting the lowest airfares, safety and knowing your travel rights jack cady an aviation professional with over 35 years experience covers it all jack cady's all things aviation broadcast each monday at 8 a.m pacific 11 a.m eastern on the voice america channel jack cady's all things aviation informative insight on travel airlines airports and anything in between from a seasoned professional
4: Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood jet set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with president of Trevera's David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Travera's Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors Travera Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel.
3: Conversation at a click of a mouse. Voiceamerica.com. You've been
0: listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network, the talk radio show for the football fan. If you would like to join today's conversation, call now. Ray would love to hear from you. The number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788.
1: And welcome back to the Voice America Sports Radio Network with Ray Ellis on the Ray Ellis uh, Sports Talk Program. And fan man Richie Decay here to talk about uh, the Cardinals and all the other football teams and sports in general on the Voice America Sports Radio Network. And right now, so we don't uh, hold back anything, we do have a fan... Who has called in? He got the number. I don't know how he got that number. He must be well, a sneaky, e- sneaky type of well, dude. Well, no,
2: actually, you know, uh, th- this is a person who's just, uh, you know, the, this is the, the regular guy. The, the regular guy, you know, the uh, as I the, so he's the, like the, me.
1: the everyday mo. He's like, like me, right? like you, Just exactly. exactly. regular guy. But his
2: name is Mo, and he's the everyday mo. And and you know, and that's what I want to do. I want to have the opinion. Of the everyday Mo out there, you know the guy who basically is the real die-hard football fan. You know and, the ones uh, that the advertisers are always trying to sell them something. The one who pays all the money for the tickets to come to the game and they don't have a voice.
1: And they don't have a voice. So well, now we're
2: going to get more voice. And you know, Mo, I just uh, this so, is Ray, and I just wanted to know from your perspective. And this is the, the question I challenge everybody with: is right now the Cardinals have home field advantage, you know, for the 2008 Super Bowl. And I'm wondering, from your perspective, do you think? We're going to secure, or we're going to lose that, and and how soon you think we'll we'll hold on to it and we'll we'll obtain it and hold on to it and go into the Super Bowl, or if you think we'll lose it, and what is it, first game, second game, you know, third week, fifth week, halfway?
5: Well, it
6: it, it goes it goes it goes both ways, both for the teams and the fans. I believe, you know, you're right. You, we do we do have home field advantage for for the Super Bowl, considering the fact it's in our backyard, you know, and. When it comes down to it, you you know, your team supports the fans, your fans support the teams. You know, without one, there isn't another. You know what I mean?
1: Hey, Mo, how long Uh, have you been a fan of the Arizona Cardinals?
6: What do I think about the no, Arizona?
1: No, 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 no. How long have you been? How long have you been a fan of the Arizona Cardinals? Well,
6: ever since I moved here, I've, long, I've been I've been here for for 14 years now.
1: 14 years. And how do you feel about the way this team has uh, progressed over the last 14 years? Because I've been here 18 years, and it really stinks to me. Well,
6: yeah, and they keep fighting the same problem over and over and over again. And what, what is that?
1: Like. And what is that problem? Would you say?
6: Well, the problem comes down to, to. <laughs> I mean, you can start. You can start from the top and work your way up to start with ownership.
1: Okay, so you're talking about the Bidwells.
6: That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know, our-
1: I mean, as, as as a fan, who and and where are you from originally in the uh, United States?
6: I'm from Texas. You're from originally. Texas, so you
1: were a Cowboys fan.
6: I'm a I'm an Oiler fan. The You're an original Oiler fan. original Houston Oilers, which are now the Tennessee Titans.
1: Right. So, do you still follow the Tennessee Titans fans?
6: I do. I do. Okay. Hard, yeah. right, so, but, let me
1: ask you a question: As a fan to a fan, would you rather watch the Titans play, or would you rather watch the Cardinals play?
6: Well, it, when it comes down to it, over the years, the Titans is a more exciting team to watch. But being 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 a fan, you know, of football in general, and and you know, this is you know my home state now, so. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of the team of my own state, which is which is the Cardinals. I love to watch these guys play. These guys are exciting. Hey Mo, you I got
2: know? a question. You said the team's exciting. What, what, what's the most exciting part of this game when you watch it? Is, is it offense, defense, special teams, one particular player? You know, what what do you think our strength is? Who do you think you know our best players are?
1: Cheerleaders.
6: What well, kids? They <laughs> <can't say> cheerleaders. <laughs> cheerleaders are nice, very nice. <laughs> but from a fan's perspective, the Steelers are very nice. But the, you know, when it comes down to it, it is the, the Arizona Cardinals have the best wide receivers in football. When it comes down to it, they got the three best guys. If you take Inquan Bolden, Larry Fitzgerald, which is unbelievable. That guy's just a stud. And 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 you got Brian Johnson. You know, you know, which nobody gives credit to Brian Johnson because he's a third receiver on the team. But you know, with he takes so much away from defenses. You know, I mean, they've got to guard this guy because if they don't guard this guy, you know, he'll burn you every time. That everybody's worried about John.
2: Listen, Mo, I hate to cut you off there, but 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 I agree. We we do have a good passing attack, but anybody will tell you that a team that has a great passing attack, you know, Dan Marino had a great passing attack, a great passing attack. Many guys have had great passing attacks, but until you get a sustained running game,
1: you're not going to win. Well, well I right, think-
6: and they, and that's what they shot for this year when they when the, when they got Adrian James.
1: But but again, Mo, again, let's stop that right now. Okay. You can't have a running game and you can't have a passing game if you don't have a friggin' offensive line. If you don't have the O line, nothing's going to happen. And they've been going through this for years. Edwin James is a great running back, and he didn't get anywhere this year. Well,
2: yeah, no, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to disagree with that. I'm going to say that Edwin um, James was a great running back. Oh, so yeah. It, it, oh, okay. That's Exactly. Yeah. It gets, so now you're saying you suck. It, it, well, I, well, I'm just saying it gets okay. to the point that you know once you reach a certain age in NFL as a running back, you're not going to be as productive as some of the young so, guys. So All no, you have to do is look at their numbers so, and, and so, basically. So he's reached his
1: number. Wait, so in other words, you're saying they bought Edron James and they paid him all this money to bring fans into that stadium? Well, it was, it was hope. You know, it, it was hope that you had a guy who on paper you know, had great seasons, but it,
2: those seasons were with the Indianapolis Colts. And they had a great offensive line. The reason why they had a great offensive line is because they also had a great passing game. And you had a quarterback, you know, a big stud, who just stood there and basically had the ability to do play action, which made everybody think. Edwin's going to be running the ball, right. and then and then you got you know yeah. Marvin Harrison on, and you're throwing these kind of balls to Marvin, and you know, and that's what happens. But if you don't have that combination of a great running back and great wide
1: receivers and a great offensive line, you don't have anything. Then you're not but going to see do the, the Cardinals do it that They have li- they have liner, they have the running backs, they have the wide receivers, as Mo said, right, Mo? That is correct. So in the draft, what do you think they should do to to make this team be some type of winner as a fan? I'm going to
6: disagree with you. I don't think they have running backs. I think they. I, I think their first pick in the draft, they should go after the best running back. You know they can. And, you know? and, and
1: who do you think that should? Who do you think that should be? Because they're, I think, fifth in the. Uh, in the. They are uh, fifth. We got the fifth pick. Yeah, the right. fifth pick. So what are they going to do? They going to friggin' mess this up too? I mean, they always. They did it last year with Liner. That was a great pick. I'm surprised Liner was even there when they got there. Great yeah. pick. Huh? Well,
6: I, oh, I agree. I, and, and if you ask me, they should have traded up for Reggie Bush. You know. It, it, they, no. They,
1: I, I, th- okay. I'm sorry.
6: They they missed out on Reggie Bush. I I, I really think so because I I think the Cardinals could have got Reggie Bush and and, and then you could have built around him because that that guy is just he's going to be phenomenal, you know, in years to come. You know, like you were saying, you know, the problem with the Cardinals, yes, they have to have a running game. You take you take their last two running backs, which is Edward James. Yes, he's a good running back, but he doesn't have any more legs. They're tired.
1: What about you know, JJ Arrington?
6: JJ Arrington's a good back, but he he just doesn't have you know it doesn't have quite the speed that that they need Mm -hmm. you know and they need you know Anybody to tell you, a running back, it's, it's, it's about speed and it's about agility. And and, Mar- and between between Harrington and Ship, they just don't have the combination of the two.
1: Okay, Mo, well, uh, we have another caller coming up on the line. We appreciate you uh, being on air with us. Tell all your friends to listen to Voice America Sports because guess what? There's no FCC rules and regulations here. So if you're really pissed off come October and you need to light it out before you kill your wife or anybody, you know where to call. You got it. You got it. Thanks, Mo. Thanks,
2: Mo. Well, you know one thing about it. You know Mo had his perspective, but one thing you have to realize, you know, he talked about the draft. He talked about that we should have drafted Reggie Bush. Again, you got to go upstairs. You got to go upstairs. to These folks upstairs that are making these decisions. Uh, well, yeah, well, are I'm they ma-
1: are they making the right decisions? Uh, I, nobody knows who how they make these decisions with all these so-called quote unquote experts. Uh, how come all these other teams really do? As a fan, do really well. They pick up these draft choices that do well, but the Cardinals don't. And it's a prime example of several of them have gone on to teams, Ray, that have ended up in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's amazing. uh, Thomas Jones is another one. Uh, Just from the Super Bowl, as a fan, here's Thomas Jones comes in here, gets his ass kicked all over the place. The guy never did anything, couldn't do anything. They said he was washed up. Okay, They, They ship him off to Tampa Bay or someplace else, and then all of a sudden he ends up in Chicago. And I'm sitting there watching that, and I'm watching him run the ball, Ray, and I'm going... Look at the way, look how good he is. Well, many times what will happen to a player is, is a player will be motivated
2: by the, by the mere fact that he was released by another team. And what that simply means is somebody out there believes that you're no good and you can't play, you know, and you want to prove to them that you can play.
1: Well, you know what? They drafted the guy and I don't know what Randy was drafting in. Uh, as a fan, I don't get to, to get into it so far, but you know, the guy was there. The guy, came into into, uh, into the Cardinals camp and just couldn't do it. And I think it was because of motivation, because of the coaching staff and the ownership. And I think Mo was right in certain issues with the draft, and to get the right players in the right positions to, to protect these people, as you did when you were a Philadelphia Eagle and a Cleveland Brown. you went after these people. You went and killed them. Well, you know, a defensive player, you were a monster. many times when you're a defensive
2: player, it's very you're being very aggressive, and yeah, particularly course. secondary, you know, and we, we got a couple good guys in our secondary. I can tell you, if you look at any team that ever won the Super Bowl, you're going to to be ex- you're going to see exceptional play from their secondary. And it's extremely important because they're the last line of defense. Mm-hmm. And many times people feel as if you got a safety or you got safeties that are making a lot of tackles, then obviously the linebackers or the linemen are not doing their job. Okay, that, well, that's not necessarily you know, true.
1: You know, I, um, I'm just talking on a personal level here with Ray. Ray was, and I, I'm, I'm, if I'm wrong, let me know, Ray, and I know he will. He always does. But he was drafted in the, uh, the seventh round, second to the last no, player. No, no, twelfth round. 12, next, next to the last person in the 12th round. draft. Okay, that's even worse. The twelfth <laughs> round, second to the last player, played for Ohio State, Woody Hayes, great football, still great football. He gets a, ends up with the Eagles, okay, and plays seven seasons of phenomenal football. How does that happen? How come that doesn't happen here? Well, Why no, is it, that? no it happens. You you
2: have some players who end up with you know with the team and 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 I didn't finish my career in Cleveland, you know. There was a new regime that came in, you know. Right. From ownership and also from coaching staff. And when they came in, they, they had their uh, their own know, way of doing their things. Their brothers, the way they wanted to do things, and they cleaned the house. And, and I was one of those. Well, you know what? I, what
1: they got to do here, and we're talking about the home field advantage, That's the bottom side the home field advantage, they got to make sure that this works. And as this show goes on into the NFL season, preseason, it's going to be a lot of fun. You're listening to the Voice of America Sports Radio Network on the Ray Ellis Sports Radio Talk Network show. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages.
3: The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgard and all of her friends
0: will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgard
3: every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com.
0: Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson. Ecopreneur, author, and green living maven Brings you an upbeat, fun exploration Of the doables of living a more Earth-friendly life Kim cuts through the noise and urban myth Of green do's and don'ts And shows that it is possible to live green easily From hip organic weddings To exotic eco-travel To healthy personal care products Get the most current trends and tips from the experts For living a more planet-friendly And human lifestyle Living the green life with Kim Carlson Broadcast each Thursday at noon Pacific 3 p.m. Eastern on The Voice America channel living the green life for a human healthy and planet friendly lifestyle
3: if you are a self-published author or an independent publisher you know how difficult it is to gain maximum exposure for the latest ways to increase publicity for your work tune into on the same page with Maxine Thompson every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific time On the show, Maxine will interview thriving independent authors and give you the opportunity to call in and have your questions answered. She will also teach you fresh and innovative ways to gain more visibility and enhance sales for your book. The printed word has the ability to record culture and make history. Once again, that's On the Same Page with Maxine Thompson every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. Make your words count on voiceamerica.com. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. You've been
0: listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice of America Network, the talk radio show for the football fan. If you would like to join today's conversation, call now. Ray would love to hear from you. The number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788.
1: And welcome back to the Voice America Sports Radio Network. Uh, my name is Fan Man, uh, Richie Dekay, with uh, Ray Ellis. Hi, Ray. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, there you are. Good to be here. Good to be here. I'm glad you're here. Ray Ellis. Uh, It's the Ray Ellis uh, Sports Talk Radio Show talking about uh, the NFL. And Ray is a former uh, NFL uh, player, defensive player with the Philadelphia Eagles. What was that other team? The Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. you got to get that
2: right. you got to say that right. I'm an Eagles fan, man. I love the Eagles.
1: (laughs) I, I mean, I'm just a hardcore Eagles fan. Anyway. We're going to be here starting uh, March 15th every week for a one-hour, two-hour show. We haven't decided yet. We decide what we do. Management doesn't tell us what to do. Is that right, Ray? You know what? Uh, no, wait, don't wait, get wait, me man. fired. I just got started. Oh, you I just got got started. I I'm fired. trying to get him fired already. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're going to have a toll-free number to, for you to call. If uh, And when we get that, we will let you know. It will be on the website, which will be the Voice America Sports Radio Network. You'll be able to call in. You'll be able to email in. You'll be able to um, IM in, instant message, or do whatever you want. And you'll be able to answer your questions. And this is, uh, this show is made for the, uh, for, for the, uh, who? It's, it's really for the fans. Oh, for it, the fans, it's yeah. for,
2: it's for the fans. Listen,
1: you and I do a
2: lot of talking today, but you know, I, I don't want to hear myself talk and, you know, believe it or not, Rich, I really don't want to hear you talk.
1: But I know you don't. But, <laughs> Nobody likes to hear me talk.
2: But you know what we're going to do? We we really are going to finally, you know, be the network that gives the fans a voice. Right. You know, many times these people spend tons of money to go to ball games. They buy jerseys. They they spend money at concession Hot fans. Dollar, six
1: dollar you know, hot You they,
2: they watch ESPN. They watch the same highlights over and over
1: but again. But they never have, you have a voice. You know. And never have a voice. Well, now you have a voice. You you know, fans out there, and if you're listening to this, this will be on the Voice America Network for the, for the time being until March 15th. But if you n- need to talk to somebody, you need some psychological help about your football team, if you need to let it out, instead of beating up your wife and beating up your TVs and throwing stuff around the room... We don't condone those kind of we things. We don't condone those things, but give us a call.
2: Yeah, you know what else? And listen, you know what? I-, I want the fans to help me out, too, because I've got this thing called Ray's Radar, and I want the fans to let me know from their perspective... Who should be under the radar? Because we, we gotta put the heat on someone, you know? We gotta put the heat on, this is not a, I'm a retired player. You're a retired I player. I moved into the okay. area to retire. Our players who come to this team should not come here for the purpose of retiring, but to win a Super Bowl. A Super
1: Bowl. So you're talking about the Cardinals. And basically, you know, I, I always look at it in business or in anything that you, even on this radio show, if we don't get ratings, if we don't generate money for this show or for this company, they're going to get rid of us. So getting into compensation... That's a lot of pressure you just put on I the, just you know, know, that's, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, you're used to pressure, right? You can handle it. I know. As a fan, I know you can handle it. But anyway, talking about compensation, and you have, you know, we've talked about this extensively Do you think it's fair for a player to be paid five or ten million dollars a year or three million a year or two million a year and go on the field and not Well, you know,
2: I I think it is, you know, because what happens is early in a season or or early in a career, you'll negotiate a contract, you know, and you'll negotiate a contract based upon your performance and they expect you to perform. But one thing you have to realize is in the National Football League, you sign a series of one year contracts and the only thing that is guaranteed to you is your signing bonus and everything else you obtain those, you earn those by either uh, meeting a certain criteria or a certain goal, you know their bonuses, or by you know you know going out there and getting like w- the guy just won the Super Bowl, right? He just wins the Super Bowl, you know, quarterback for the Bears just wins the Super Bowl, and because he no played, he lost. Well, I'm sorry, he lost the Super Bowl, you and, exactly he, and right. he made a million and bucks. It, no, he made a half a million bucks, oh. but that was an yeah, Oh, Aww. yeah, yeah, you're right, exactly. A half
1: right. a million dollars for losing, and then they're going to run him out of town.
2: Well, they're not going to run him out of town for the simple fact. Listen, what? that that. As far as they were concerned, the Bears never thought he was going to achieve that goal. So they're negotiating from what they think is a position of strength. It's like, huh, this guy's never going to make it to the Super Bowl. So we'll put a half a million dollar bonus in there because guess what? If he does make it to the Super Bowl, then it's great for the team. You know, and he deserves it. So he deserved it, going into that game his performance up until that. You know, because, again, he was no different than Jim McMahon back in the day. Jim managed a very well team.
1: Jim McMahon was a great quarterback. And he managed the game. He was a very good quarterback.
2: He was was a good quarterback. He wasn't a great quarterback. But Jim McMahon will never make him to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You don't think so? No, he never will. No. He managed that team very well. And that's what the Bears had this year, a quarterback who could manage the game very well. Every now and then he made a couple crucial mistakes which cost him the game
1: right I, I understand that point of view, and from the fans looking at it, these guys making a lot of money and the other part of it is they I, and I understand they have to be paid because they can get hurt. You know, and we talked about this, and we'll talk about compensation more deeply on another show. But just to titillate people out there, or to, tit- to titillate people out there about the money that NFL players make, and it's not about they, and they deserve the money. Don't don't come down on me that and I'm saying they don't. They do deserve the money. The point is that when they go out on the field, and some of the plays, and, and the players that we've seen here in the in the in the valley with the Arizona Cardinals, they, as a fan, and I'm speaking for some of these fans, do not really. Earn, they don't earn that money they shouldn't they shouldn't be making that kind of money well, With me, some of the sloppy plays. Uh, that they that they do. Well, let me just say this. First of all, you know, it, it, it's when you look at things,
2: uh, as an example, as a basketball player, and I, you know, many times I I don't catch the guys' names, I just catch the highlights. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the basketball players just dislocated his knee the other day, just blew it out. You okay. know, and one reason why all you're right. able to negotiate these kind of contracts is because it's all about you know uh, you know the risk and reward. You know, you put yourself at great
1: risk. No, you right? do when no. you're out
2: there, you know, no. playing these games. Uh, but what I want to say is, I'll never forget. There's a general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs right now by the name of Carl Peterson, Peterson who was the GF, GM when I played uh, for the, uh, Eagles. the Eagles. And right? When Carl, when I made the team, me and a couple other players, Carl congratulated us on making the team thus far, but also reminded us that you can very easily be cut at any point in time during the season this year. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the Dallas Cowboys playing. The kicker misses the kick,
1: and they and they cut him. The tuna cuts him. Yeah,
2: you know, it's like no, that's what we pay you to do. So those things used to but happen have the time. Yeah, but that doesn't happen here. Well, many. Well, see, and, and again, uh, that's what, they, that's what they, you look a, at proven winners. This is like a vacation time. Here. But but it's, this is not vacation time. This is not a place to relax. This is not
1: a place where you know well, you, you know, come know, and they, retire. Yeah, but see, I think well, Eisenhower's going to change that this year. Well, he has
2: to change that you because play. something's got to be different about him than what we've seen before. We're not paying for the same thing. If we are, then what we find the other guy for right. let's get Denny back. But if, if we want the Who, same old thing, you know, I, I, somebody told me it's, it's stupid to do. You know, keep doing things the same way and same way, same thing. Results, up. Yeah, but know. see,
1: Denny, Denny Green. I mean, talking about the Cardinals again, Denny Green. I always thought he was a good coach until he got here. I mean, he took the he took the Vikings to a couple of NFC Championship games and he lost. So what? But he still t- he got him. He got him to the level. He motivated that team. He comes here and he falls right on his fat face. Well, again, you got to go to the front office now. Again, again you got right? okay. You got to You got to play with the hand you're dealt
2: with. And if they're making the personnel decisions, then guess what? He can only manage what he has.
1: What he has to work and,
2: and how many all pros have we had, you know, year after year after year here? You know, we don't have that many all pros. So if we got a couple all pros, then you can tell. If you've got a team that's got ten all pros on it and we're not winning any football games,
1: then, you gotta, then, then, there's, a then there's a big problem. Then there's a big problem with the coach.
2: Problem, right? You look and see how many people you're sending to the Pro Bowl each year. You're sending one, you're sending two, you know, sending three at the most. Look at the team that wins the Super Bowl. See how many all-pros they have on that That's team.
1: That's right. They had a lot of all-pros on that team. That says something right. about what they're doing on the what field. But, but the field. how did
2: they get on the field? There was a decision that was made by the administration that this is the person we want to draft or this is the person we want to trade for. If that head coach doesn't have that type of power to make those kind of decisions, then you can't well, always fault him. Apparently,
1: the, uh, the coaches here have not had those they they are they cannot make those decisions here. Well we've see, seen
2: it. Well and that's when you go back saying a football man, okay if we've got a football man and who made fought. that who made that decision that we now have a football man. Well a lot of people here in hunt. this
1: town think that the VP of operations for this team should have been fired along with Denny Green, but they still keep this guy around. But that's something else to talk about. Hey don't forget if you'd like to find out more, or you'd like to email us, um you can email us at rich r I C H dot Kepler at dot com. You'll be able to email us your questions and answers. We will be live March 15th. This is a pre-recorded show. So there's no phone lines hooked up, but we wanted the fans to know and get it out there that this show is coming up and that you will have a voice. No doubt about it. This no, is what this show is all about. We
2: are going to fans' perspective, you're, not ours, not mine, right. not yours. That's right. Not Voice America. Not, not the anybody.
1: The fan. You're going to be able to call up and you're going to be able to say whatever you want. You can fight with us. We're going to have guests on here. We're going to have NFL coaches on. We're going to have former NFL coaches, former NFL players, former NFL cheerleaders, the old fat ones back in the '70s. They'll be on. Anything and everybody will be on the show and we will have a good time and a blast to let people know that you can actually have a voice about sports and we're not going to throw Budweiser commercials down your throat or anything else we're going to have it where you'll be able to listen in enjoy the show and have a different perspective to what to uh, to something else that has been going on for years and years and years keeping the fans out of the dark all the all these teams want is your money now they're going to, you have a voice would you agree with Agree, agree. Okay, anyway, we'll be right back. You're listening to uh, Voice America Sports Radio Network. My name is Fan Man Richard Dekay, along with Ray Ellis, formerly of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns, on the Ray Ellis uh, Sports Talk Radio Network. And we'll be right back after these messages.
3: From our home to your speakers, VoiceAmerica.com. The woman MVP who sets you free with host, entrepreneur,
0: author, motivational speaker, corporate executive, philanthropist, wife, and mother, Luann Mitchell-Halter, is an exciting and provocative look at the real world with real exciting guests and real stories of triumph and professionalism with a dash of spice sharing recipes for a better world on all the playing fields of life. Join Luann Mitchell-Halter as she and her guests uncover and expose us to our abilities to create our very own Big League MVP, My Victory Plan, Potential for Greatness. The Woman MVP Who Sets You Free with Luann Mitchell-Halter broadcast each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on The Voice America Channel. The Woman MVP Who Sets You Free. It's time to get off the bleachers, play the game of life, and be the MVP. They want to see in the world. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. Radio to thrive by.
4: Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borsten, and Jeanette Oku Wine & Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women & Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women & Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women & Wine, enjoying life. One sip at a time.
3: Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com
0: You've been listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network, the talk radio show for the football fan. If you would like to join today's conversation, call now. Ray would love to hear from you. The number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788.
1: And welcome back to the Voice America Sports Radio Network on the Ray Ellis uh, Sports Radio Talk Show uh, talking about the NFL. And, uh, Ray, how are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. This is this is great. I mean, this is something I've really been
2: looking forward to, you know, and uh, we've been preparing for this. And yeah. it's an exciting time. I'm excited, too.
1: Yeah. It's fun. Great. So we have a caller on the line. We have uh, Tacey from uh, Philadelphia is on the line. Hi, Casey. Hi, how are you, Tim? I'm good. How are you? Great.
2: Thanks for calling, Tacey. You know, I'm glad you called in because uh, I'm, I'm not sure you know because we haven't got a chance yet to uh, to let the, uh, uh, the callers know about this, but we have actually have a segment of our show that's from a lady's perspective. So um, uh, thank you for calling in. As a matter of fact, I've, I've got a question for you uh, from a lady's uh, perspective. I know you live here in the Valley now and, and you've been following uh, the Arizona Cardinals for some time. But uh, the other night as I was watching the Combine, there was a question of which uh, I think Adam Sadler uh, said that uh, he interviewed one of the players and asked them what was the most bizarre question that was on the uh the psychological examination test that which the players had to take. I guess it's a way to measure, you know, uh, how intelligent or football intelligence of players. And, uh, boy, it's been a while since I took that test. I don't know <laughs> if it was the same test that we took. But one of the questions that they asked was they asked him, um, did he like tall women or short women? <laughs> and the, play, that... the player answered the question correctly, though. He, he said he, cra- he crossed off the the you know, the tea, and he said he liked all women. But I thought that <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was quite, you know, insulting, you know, for women to ask, you know, to have that kind of question on the test. I mean, what does that have to do with, with, with football, with, with, with your ability to play the game of football? So uh, as, as, a, as a lady who watches the game and who enjoys the game, do you find that insulting?
5: Absolutely, I think that should have nothing to do with their ability to play the game. I mean, how could they possibly put that in there?
2: Well, I don't know. Maybe they think as the guys are running up and down the field, looking, you know, at, the cheerleaders. They're looking at the cheerleaders. That's, what I, mean, the that's what I was just
1: thinking about, uh, Tasty. And I'm not trying to be, you know, arrogant here, but uh, you know, if I'm a football <laughs> player and I'm running down that field with that ball, and I see that hot, good-looking chick, she's about 5'8". 8 <laughs> eight, I'm getting hot, baby. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, See, here's the problem. This is why they put this in. I just figured it out, right. As I'm running down the field with the ball. Mm-hmm. and I see that hot chick, that hot cheerleader, I could slow up a little bit and look.
5: And lose the game. And yeah. lose the game.
1: That's what it's in there for. You guys are really
2: going, you know, really deep on You're digging deep on this when um, Rich. Rich, uh, you know what, Ray, I, I I've heard, Ray. I've known you for some time I've seen now. you
1: play. I've <laughs> seen you miss tackles because you've been looking at the cheerleaders. Uh, that's, so wa- that's why they
2: put that in there. <laughs> my wife would object to that, but, <laughs> but, uh, but we'll go on. <laughs> Anyway, Tacey, let me ask you a question. Um, Sure. You know, another thing that we'd like to know here is, uh, uh, as you are well aware of the fact that they've had to kick off for the 2008 Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. and so uh, from a woman's perspective, I'd like to know, uh, do you think that the Cardinals, are we going to, at some point in time in the season, are we going to secure home field advantage and, and make it into the Super Bowl and actually play in the Super Bowl, or do you think we're actually going to lose the home field advantage that we currently have, and if you do, When do you think we'll lose it, mid-part of the season, early season, late season, or in the playoffs, or maybe we won't lose it at all?
5: I've lived in Arizona for 10 years now, and I seriously think it's going to be a very rough ride uh, unless they open the pocket on some players and really recruit some new players. Um, So I'm thinking... mid midseason, I don't even think they'll make it to the playoffs, but it would be a wonderful thing for Cardinals fans because I know they're terribly frustrated out here.
1: Well, oh, so that, That's to that's say
5: the
2: least. Well, so she thinks it's going to be midseason, so she's thinking that perhaps maybe we'll go into midseason, maybe 8-8, eight eight, still in the hunt, and, and not have lost home field advantage, or, or even before we get to the midway point, you know, maybe after the, uh, you know, who knows, if, if somebody's really hot, you know. In the conference, maybe we're out of it after six yeah, or seven games. We
1: could be out of it after the third, fourth game.
2: Well, if yeah. we look, if, now, what you're saying is we're going to look terrible right out of the chute, and well, unlike, you
1: know, unlike last year. Now, remember, we finished on a high note last year. Year. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. And, Tacey, you're, you're from Arizona now?
5: Yeah, and of course, hey. uh, I'm loyal to the Eagles.
1: But... You're loyal to the Eagles because you're an Eagles fan. But here, here's the thing for the last 10 years or 18 years, they have been promoting this team as this is the year that it's going to happen, and they continue to promote this, promote it, promote it. In Philadelphia, and they say it's going to happen; it happens, but it never happens here. Well, one thing
2: about it, you know, we,
1: we talked about I'm this, negative, this, but but
2: also you talked about this being a business, and they've oh, got it. Yes. They've got to sell their product.
1: You've know? got to sell tickets to that stadium uh, that everybody. Well, paid the tickets.
2: For. Uh, my understanding, the tickets. You know, as soon as we secure Matt Liner, you know, now we're sold-out stadium. You know, so we, the fans are there. So it's a matter of now, if you if you pay for a Young, you know, and you. You get something, you know, and then you want a medium rare, and it's well done. You know, what are you going to do? So from a fan's perspective, you know, they pay for a winner. They got a new stadium. You know, what's going to new happen? New players, new stadium, new co-
5: farming taste? I think that should boost their confidence quite a bit. You think so? You'd
1: hope. It did happen last year. No, but.
2: <laughs> well, again, we finished on a positive note. And as we finish the season on a positive note, you know, I I think in the second half of the season, I think certainly if if you look at the record, I think we did a whole lot better than we did, you know, the first half of the season. You
1: know what I look at what I look at is when I watch the Eagles or the Giants or I watch Chicago or whatever, I look at the I look at the way they play football and I don't see that in the Cardinals. I just don't see that type of aggressiveness. Well, Is it me, well, Ray? I mean, you're a former player. You were on the field. Again, I don't want
2: my perspective. We have a fan on the phone, and she's going to well, give I us a, her perspective a lady's too. perspective. Okay. D- being back east and watching football games back east and watching the fans and watching the team put forth an effort. When you look at a game here and you see the Cardinals and you see the fans, is it a quiet stadium? Yeah. Are, are the teams, uh, are they fired up? Are the players motivated? Are the fans motivated? Do they lose interest? Do they stay to the end of the game? Do they turn the TV off before the game is on? From your perspective, uh, you know, how do you assess the fans here and the team here compared to what's back east and football back east?
5: Well, back east, as we know, in Philadelphia, the fans are very connected, very radical. They, they help the game a lot, and here I think – People do get frustrated, leave, the get, leave early, turn off the TV early because they're just used to losing.
1: Yeah, well, that's what they do. I mean, I, you know, you start watching the game and everybody comes in with a positive attitude, including men and women, with this team, right? They do. The bottom line comes in, after the first <laughs> game, everybody falls apart everybody's pissed off. Everybody's upset. They all start up. I mean, even if they win a game, they won the first game here, the 49ers game. Uh, was that correct, Hazy? Are, are you still I'm there? Not, I'm not sure. Okay, well, anyway, if they won the game or not. The, the point of the matter is that from a woman's point of view, do you feel that this team is going to do something I, I'm this year?
5: I'm encouraged. Uh, I think the fans are more, especially with the Super Bowl coming, I think that's going to help a lot, you know, boost... Well, you know, they, they
2: they won. They did win that first game last year, and they yeah. start off on a positive note, which had the fans, you know, pretty excited.
1: And then they lost the next six. Well, see, I, I think the one thing about it is, you know, we, we so what the hell's that mean? What what does that mean? I watch and go, yeah, yeah. They get me all riled up, and I'm going, yeah, yeah. Finally, and then they let me down. Well, listen, what we have to do
2: is we've got to change the culture of the fans, and the fans have to have what yeah, the they cost. gotta win. Stick to it. They, they and gotta stay, win. Stay behind the
1: team. Well, they the have. The team been. will continue to put forth a better effort, and people like Tacey. will remain loyal to the team.
5: Yeah.
1: Okay, Casey uh, from Phoenix, Arizona, and a devoted Philadelphia Eagles fan, thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. Tell your friends... Do you have any friends, Tacey?
5: I certainly do. <laughs> okay, well, tell, tell,
1: tell, them to, tell them to call in. We'll be live March 15th, so tell all your friends. And This is for the um, fans. Excellent. And, and the fans now have a voice here at Voice America Sports where they can open up and let it really know how they feel about their teams and their players. And, Tacey, thank you for taking the time to uh, talk to us. Thank, thank, you, you, thank you. Thank you for both. calling, Tacey.
5: Yeah, thank you both. I look forward to the whole season.
1: Thank you.
2: Bye. Bye. And
1: she said it hot.
2: Well, how can you tell she sounds hot, you know,
1: over Because I over go by voice recognition.
2: See, we only do that, you know, <laughs> on the football field. If it, You know, ah, okay. when the, the quarterback barks out the signal. See, when ah, you have the voice recognition. 38, then you, 24,
1: 38. Hook, and you jump okay, offside. Yeah. See, and then the oh, that doesn't and slow, sound hot to us. And then, he, and then he's running down and he sees that cheerleader and he slows up and gets tackled and loses the game. No respect for the and, game. No uh, respect. Anyway, this is uh, the first show. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you uh, will listen to us uh, in the up and coming weeks about talking about uh, the NFL talking about the draft uh, also preseason mini camp and the, uh, the the season itself. And, Ray, it is a pleasure to be on the air with you. Ray Ellis, formerly of the Eagles, and the uh, Cleveland who? Oh, the, uh, the Browns, I'm sorry. Cleveland Browns. I like the buggy like that. Let's say like, go Suns. That's, how about that? Go Suns? Go, go Suns. Suns. Go yeah. Suns. The Suns are doing really good here in Phoenix. Anyway, uh, my name is Richie Dekay, fan man, along with Ray Ellis on the Ray Ellis Sports Radio Show on the Voice of America Sports Network, and we'll be talking to you next week. Thank you for listening, and have a great week.
0: Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice American America Network. We hope that you have enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit www.rayellissports.com. And be sure to join us next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American America Network.